0: USQ, STEAM in Action, a podcast series designed to challenge the way you view STEAM, encourage you to reimagine this integrated approach to your classroom, and inspire you to enhance your students' 21st century learning skills. A series of stories from educators for educators we are arguably living in a time where the ability to work productively and positively with others has never been more important. These are skills, however, that we might not necessarily have or they might not happen naturally, but we can certainly work on developing and honing them. And while the classroom might seem like the home of this kind of capacity building, it doesn't need to be isolated to physical or traditional school settings. I'm Ange Fitzgerald, an associate professor in science and curriculum, science curriculum and pedagogy, in fact, and an enthusiastic team member of STEM education here at USQ. It is fabulous to have you on board for this USQ STEAM in Action podcast as we push our thinking about what is possible and explore the ways that STEAM, science, technology, engineering, arts and maths in any possible combination can be a vehicle for promoting collaboration. To help me... Help us in thinking differently. I'm joined today by Robin Marsh, who, stay with me, people, is the regional head of curriculum, diverse learners, and gifted and talented. And I've probably totally mucked that up, Robin, but hello and welcome. And I'm really interested to hear from you. What do you think, STEAM collaboration and the work you do? How does this all fit together?
1: And, um, well, yeah, how does it all fit together? It's a pretty exciting space to be in, isn't it, um, with with STEM and STEAM and all of those wonderful things that are happening. Um, I guess it's always been around, but it's nice to have it all in, in, in one spot, because <laughs> science and technology has always been a, a real passion of mine. So um, it's great to see that it's sort of uh, becoming a little bit wider and uh, so that people can access it a bit more.
0: Absolutely. I totally agree. I think it's a lov- it's lovely. That they've been putting um, collaboration and all integrated together. I guess, Robin. Sometimes I'm finding those. Some teachers are still struggling a little bit to make sense of what they mean when they're together compared to when they've been apart.
1: I guess so, and I think um, it helps if you if you think about sort of the bigger picture, like where where those those different types of those. Um, those small little pockets, you know, if you join them together, where you might end up. And I think, you know, in industry, that's where you can see it the most. So, you know, you might have a scientist, but obviously they're using technology and they're using engineering. And I think it's really important for us to be making those links for the kids in our classrooms, that it's not just, you know, you don't become, many people don't become just a scientist. You know, if you're thinking about why it is that we're educating kids, that you need to be Thinking a little bit further along, you know, and and I think getting those people from um, from from that are actually working in those areas to come and talk to the kids and say, well, I'm actually I do use these things all the time because I think sometimes you know kids who maybe not be terribly excited about maths. Um, probably don't see that we use it every day mm. in lots and lots and lots of different ways. So it's, um, yeah, it's great to be able to make those links and make it a little bit more real and authentic for our learners.
0: Absolutely. And so what kinds of projects have you been working on that have helped to bring this to life a bit more in classrooms and for students all over Queensland?
1: Um, Well, I'm from Darling Down South West region and a few years ago, our region is about two and a half times the size of Victoria, so that just might give you a bit of an idea of that there's 212 schools that are some are really large schools in metropolitan types of places, um, such as Toowoomba and there's a few, you know, big, big schools there, but there's also some really tiny, tiny little schools which are a very, very long way away from anywhere. And... um, and so what I was involved in a couple of years ago is uh, we were using Blackboard as um, a way to get into schools and we were using, um, we did some design thinking. So we were using um, STEM, not so much but there was an artistic part about that in the end. Um, So we were using design thinking to to tackle STEM problems. So we um, explicitly taught uh, the design thinking, which is empathize, define, ideate, prototype and test. And we were using that process um, for kids around the region. So we developed a series of lessons that we developed... um, around our region, around that. And to make it authentic, we got the kids to... We engaged with the uh, Hermitage um, Department of Agriculture and Fisheries. They have a... Um, a, a competition it's a national competition that they run every year and it usually involves some aspect of growing something and then finding out and reporting about it and that turned out to be really good the year that we did it uh, chickpeas was the main thing so the uh, our students had to grow some chickpeas and then they had to do lots of measurements so there was lots of you know maths involved in that and um, probably a little bit of technology so they had to you know take some photographs of that and they had to use, you know, um, the weather and all of that type of stuff right? Um, and have sort of growth, I guess, chart the growth of the plants. Um, chickpeas are really important too because they are legumes and, you, and farmers usually inoculate the roots and when you inoculate the roots, it helps the chickpeas to uptake more um, nutrients from the soil and they get these little nodules. On the roots, so that was part of the problem. Part of the, what the, the kids had to do So they had to grow the plants, and then they inoculated some of the plants and didn't inoculate others, and hopefully they could see some correlations in their data about how well the plants grew and how how well the roots developed too, which was pretty exciting. And then they could measure the nodules as well on the roots. Um, so it was all, you know, it was it was completely related um, at the the um The hermitage Research Station they actually do grow chickpeas um lots of the kids that we we're involved with were from farms. One in particular, actually, his dad was growing chickpeas at the time, so it made lots and lots of really great um, connections for him. And he was pretty excited that he was growing chickpeas at school and dad was growing chickpeas at home.
0: That's cool. That's fantastic. And I think, I know. and I just yeah. think the value of tapping into um, a uh, an organisation and a competition is a really important thing for us to be thinking about as teachers. That we don't have to be reinventing wheels ourselves. There's often lots of great resources already oh, out there, there to are. access. Yeah.
1: yeah, there's huge. And so what we did is we, we were pre- presenting that on Blackboard. We had a virtual classroom that the kids could go in so um, because they had to research, they had to do quite a bit of stuff like that and schools are busy places. So this was a bit of an extra for their more able kids. So we basically sort of found some of the information and put it in there so that they didn't have to you know, start from scratch. Uh, and the kids had a, a variety of different things. And this is where the, the work for the competition so as well as doing um, the scientific part there was quite a lot of creative parts to it too so uh, they had some choices to make they could choose to do some cooking uh, then involve chickpeas and um, you know do a bit of a My Kitchen Rules thing we videoed a number of kids sort of in the kitchen making their things, which was quite a lot of fun. They could um, find it make up a game, and we used um, Scratch coding, and we reused some of the games that they have there to make it around um, around um, chickpeas and around the growth of chickpeas and a few other little bits and pieces. Um, and yeah, there was a quite a, a couple of other little bits and pieces that they could do. So I guess that was the the A part of it as well. So there's quite a lot of science, there was certainly technology, um, and, and the engineering and maths plus the artistic part, and it all sort of came together in this really authentic type of um, tape program. So while we were doing, while we were teaching the design process, we also taught them sort scratch coding. And we had some makey makey kits. So when the kids presented their work um, to the Hermitage, uh, we actually did it as an interactive poster. So um we we actually organized with the with the um the hermitage we had a special meeting to see if that was allowed because it was a not well it was sort of running a little bit parallel to what they were doing but anyway they loved it and they loved that part because it was actually integrating the technology into the poster so most of the kids just had a poster ours was interactive um, so that when um, you touch the different parts of it um, with the Makey Makey kit and and the scratch coding that the kids had done, um, their voices actually read out the part of the poster that the kids were doing. That's
0: brilliant. So, what I really love in um, what you're telling us uh, through this story is that I can see um, – Well, how STEM or STEAM can be so integrated and and fit together really nicely, but also how a whole range of learning skills can be promoted and so I can hear communication, I can hear critical thinking and also creativity. I would love, Robin, for you to talk to us a little bit as um, our time together is ticking away around how do you feel a project like this and a focus like this help to promote collaboration for those students.
1: Well, it was huge. The collaboration was huge because we ran it over a number of different schools. Um, you know, there was two kids at one school and there was another two kids at another school. And so they had to coordinate and cooperate and collaborate to actually get the poster finished. So they had to say, okay, well, I, I am really interested in doing the cooking part and I'm really interested in doing the, oh, whatever the other part was. And so there was a lot of collaboration there. And um, because the kids were all in. They never actually met each other until they have a big hermitage day. Um, So they actually met each other out there, which was nice because they'd been online together but never actually physically met each other. And um, and it was a super-duper day when they could see what their posters actually looked like when all of the parts all sort of went together.
0: And what Um, sorts of things did you do, Robin, as a team to help support the collaboration aspect, particularly given that they were online and that they didn't actually physically meet until the day, which is incredible really. Um, So how did you sort of help to facilitate that?
1: Well, there were two teachers involved in the project, myself and someone else, and um, we realized pretty early on that we did need to do a, a little bit of face-to-face. So we would do online teaching and then we would go and do a little bit of a face-to-face sort of workshop with the kids as well. So so that the teachers at the school weren't, you know, bulged down with extra work, we would go and video the kids or, you know, whatever it is that needed to be done. And there was, you know, a little bit of obviously, you know, stitching things together at the last minute and things. but. It really was all of, you know, just the kids' work and and, and like most things, you know, teachers would... You know, get get one part together and and show how that all stitched together. And so there was a little bit of that, but um, it was it was a really powerful thing. It was, and there was a lot of collaborating. So we had to collaborate with um obviously the people at the Hermitage first, um to make sure that it fitted in with what it was that they were doing. And in the end, um they loved it, and there was lots of collaborating at, at, on the end day, the the big celebration day, with all the people who were involved. And then they went and. Talked it to from their state things to their federal uh, to their like national um, celebration as well. Normally, we came second, normally, they only take the first five winners, but because it integrated so many things, that, that was sort of at the heart of what actually they were trying to get done. Um, it, that's why they took our, um, our stuff to the national one as well. Then to sort of show that a post it just could, could be so much more I
0: guess and I love um, how you're getting at the layers of collaboration there so whether it's student to student student to teacher teacher to um, people supporting the program and then obviously to the the wider sort yeah. of industry partners as well so that's right that's
1: really and there was, there was a lot of pa- parents as well of um, and community because, uh, you know The community came, uh, the parents took them to the hermitage and that's when some lovely things happened. Um, Because it's an open day and they get lots of... It's 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 just a real sharing day out there. One of the parents, um, actually, it was the parent who was growing the chickpeas. They had some drones out there, and she was just amazed. And she said, "This is the our future here." And so she made some connections with what they were actually doing on their farm, with with the drones and how um, you know the drones could help tell them when they needed to spray and when they needed to water and all of those types of things. There was another mother who was there. Um, her kids were. Oh, like gluten intolerant and so she'd been feeding them something with soya and they were almost soya intolerant as well and she found some foods there that they had made just out of chickpeas and someone out at Gundawindi, a firm out there, were doing it mm. and so she found some foods, sort of like some snack foods that her kids could actually eat without getting sick and there were oh, just amazing. so many little things during that day mm. that it was just such a worthwhile um Yeah, collaboration, I guess, between all of those things. It was just fabulous.
0: And I love that it kind of brings in the cutting edge as well as the really topical aspects as well. So I think, though, we've just got a minute or so left, Robin, and I'd really love to get your take on how might um, other teachers and educators listening to this podcast take some key messages and start to apply it in their own practice. Like Obviously, that's a specific example, a lovely, beautiful example, but what kinds of things do you think think teachers could be thinking about in terms of their own classrooms?
1: I think the really important thing is to make it real and make it authentic and I think if you've got those things then that's that's where you know there there are lots of people out there um there are lots of people in 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 regional positions that can help you out there is a stem champion in every if you're in ed queensland there are stem champions in every region that can help help you out um I think you know just um ask questions there's I think sometimes it's hard to know where to start, I guess, um, but start small, but you've really got to start it, I think, and think think globally because we're trying to make our kids into global citizens, and I think if we can think outside our classroom, there is so many fabulous opportunities out there that can still fit into the curriculum, but, you know, it just makes it so much wider and deeper.
0: Absolutely, and I think one of the key things I'm taking away from what you're saying there, Robin, is if we think about collaboration, as, or, uh, as a skill, um, being collaborative, I think that you're really picking up the partnership angle that, you know, you don't have to go alone as a teacher or a student or anyone working in this space that you can reach out and find people to connect with who can help to inform you and enrich what you're doing essentially.
1: Yeah, right. It's, it's really powerful. If you, if you can be a, a good collaborator, it is just, I think, um, a really powerful, powerful thing. Robin,
0: thank you so much for your time. I couldn't agree with you more and um, um, I think our discussion, our little chat today has been really um, great food for thought for others listening along feeling inspired by the usq steam in action podcast why not join us in term four for the steam in practice workshops these online sessions will build on the podcast by providing you with a range of interactive experiences and practice tools so you can use steam as a vehicle for integrating 21st century learning skills in meaningful and authentic ways in your primary or secondary classroom visit usq.edu.au forward slash educational engagement for more information
1: Project of USQ Springfield.